Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Experience support for confident business makers. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is the founder of Egress Solutions, Michael Smart. For over 25 years in the information technology and software industry, including several executive positions with responsibility for project management, product marketing, development, and operations for NASDAQ-traded companies in the internet and software industry, Michael Smart has had a successfully guided development and launch of new products in internet security, service management, and mobile data software markets. The most exciting and rewarding work he does, though, is showing marketing and product executives how to change the ground rules and win in the market with their solutions. Welcome back to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Michael Smart. Ed, thank you very much. And please call me Mike. All right. <laughs> just just pulling off, off the bio there. So I but understand. I w- <laughs> no. Today, when I hear that, Michael, it's sort of like I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's, it's that sort of idea. But no, glad to be back and, and appreciate you asking me on. All right. Well, what I want to know from you is how are the small and medium businesses dealing with this uncertainty in this, the, the current economic uh, micro environment? Well, you know, my slant on small business startups, medium sized business is obviously heavily oriented toward B2B enterprise and technology companies. And clearly, their sector is being hit really hard. But when I take a scan back, take a broad view, I think it's the same principles that we've been talking about. And Ed, you've been around this business a long time. In some of the places we first met, we talked about business principles at work. And it's knowing your customer. It's being customer-centric. It is putting together solutions and capabilities that add value. And those that are that are navigating this environment have already had that and doing well at it, have already developed that muscle. And so they're relying on strength and cultural practices that they've been doing for a long time. And, and they're, they're navigating it well. And most importantly, the, the gauge that I look at and their leaders are confident that they're going to get through this. That's, that's the separator, I think, the confidence factor. Um, those that are maybe caught short, if they developed a business in the last seven years where money was free um, and the emphasis was on growth and we'll figure out profitability later, they're having to develop these muscles. So they're doubling the smart ones. The smart entrepreneurs, small business owners are doubling down on obviously expense control, obviously driving what we'll call EBITDA margin or cash flow. They're doubling down on these things, but they're making really smart bets based on the business they understand and the business they know. That requires great knowledge of customer. We're back to customer centricity and also understanding how they fit their value proposition of those customer bases. So it's almost like the more things change, the more things remain the same. Same rules, same game-winning changes and capabilities, but a different sort of uncertainty. We're living with a bigger cone of uncertainty right now. I think it's really a focus on the fact that that uh, the the profit is the result, not the purpose of the business. And I think that there's a lot of folks who have gotten sh- caught short on that, especially, as you said, people who have just developed businesses over the last couple of few years don't have the experience to know, oh, we've got to get back to this. What's our purpose here? What, why are we in business in the first place? I think that's correct. And that kind of starts with revisiting strategy. So if you are in that situation, you are 
a younger company and you started five years ago and like i said money was free and growth was the the, the watchword and the marching order about getting growth then it's coming back to the sense of purpose so what do we got to do to do that well you got to ground yourself in your business strategy there are companies that I see in my consulting practice today that have grown really well, successfully, and it means they figured out some things, but they struggle to artic articulate their business strategy. So I go into the product areas or I go into the marketing areas and I say, what's the grand scheme? What's the, the North Star? What's the purpose? And many times we're talking about smart leaders will go, you know, we haven't asked that question in a long time. And so it's time to go back to that, ask that question. And most importantly, Pose it as a hypothesis and by God, go out and validate it. Because what may have been the thing that got your business going five or six years ago may not be the reason why customers are coming back to you and renewing their, their business relationship with you on an ongoing basis. Things have changed. Do you see a difference between the word, and I think there's a lot of people who confuse these, between the, the phrase strategy and strategic plan? Yes, Yes. Expand on that a, a little bit. I had a I had a really smart chief product officer say to me in a conversation, and we were talking actually on my podcast, which was, I don't see how a company could go five years and grow without a strategy, right? In other words, whether you articulated it or not, you figured some things out that were scalable and repeatable. You would not have sustained yourself in business, and you certainly would have, wouldn't have made money, and you wouldn't have been able to attract people, good people to you to help you execute on it. So the strategy, while it may not be well articulated, is there because the business is standing and sustaining itself. Strategic planning is something different. Obviously, that's the act of, right? Setting in motion the steps that we hope to achieve based on our purpose, based on what we feasibly can see can be done, based on the resources we have and the timing that we want to see that. And that's the piece that I think sometimes people are scratching their heads about. Hey, we've never done this before. And some of it we've taken for granted. So when I start talking North Star to people and purpose, sometimes I get eyes rolling, right? Like, here we go again. You know, here's this thing we're going to post in the wall. And I challenge people to say, you know what? It's actually the opposite. I don't want to see it sitting on the wall, your virtual wall now. You probably may not have a physical place of doing business anymore, but I want to see it in people's eyes and I want to see it in people's heads. And I want to ask whoever is in your organization, they should be able to articulate maybe not all of it, and maybe not say it with the elegance that the founder can, but they should be able to articulate some of it and believe in it. And that, to me, is the real test. How well have you executed the strategic planning process and developed a strategic planning muscle? I, I like that distinction, the fact that that it should be the, the colleagues inside the organization should be should be able to to articulate the strategy, although, as you said, not maybe as well as the leader, but they're not going to necessarily have the strategic plan memorized. But right. do, do they have the strategy in mind is probably the, the key. Well, what we find, you know, after we've seen the great resign and all these other things is that it's sort of basically human nature. If, and you've been in this business at least as long as I have, if I understand where I fit in an organization, if I understand my value to the organization, and if I understand how my contribution fits into the greater whole and the greater good, I'm a better employee. I'm a more fulfilled employee. 
And that doesn't matter what level in the organization you are. If I have a vice president of marketing who doesn't understand that, they're at risk. They're at risk to leave. They're at risk, worst case, to quit on the job, to resign in place. And those are the things that we're trying to avoid against because at this particular stage, I think execution means more than anything. I think companies that are focused tactically with a good strategy sort of as the backdrop have a better chance of making it through this environment and growing through this environment that we're in than companies that are not focused on that. And Mike, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Wow. I only have a few seconds, I know, to, to label this. So, But I talk today, you know, I you asked me that question last time I was on, and I would, told you I was in the middle of a Bible study read, and I think I picked King David. And today, while I look at that, what I now say is I look for people that are living that life. And there are a lot of people out here that are that are pushing themselves forward and proving themselves out and stepping up and despite issues, despite challenges. Um, I talked to a gentleman, don't even know his name, who was a cancer survivor. And that's and that that is in, in, and I had a conversation with him. I won't get into all the, the context around it. But when I look at someone like that who can keep their attitude up and keep themselves focused and keep themselves going despite things that are happening that are negative. I'm going to say this to you, Ed, and I don't mean to I'm not trying to as they say, blow smoke up your pant leg. I look to you as somebody in the podcast speaking place that has stood the test of time. And I find my heroes all over the place these days. And I think that's probably the way it should be. Well, I'm honored by your compliment. And lastly, Mike, how can somebody get, get, get a hold of you? So best way, I don't say that I live on LinkedIn, but I probably spend a lot of time there. Um, LinkedIn.com slash N slash MA smart is the best way to reach out to me. Happy to entertain or c carry on a dialogue or connect with anybody that reaches out to me. All right. Mike Smart, founder of Egress Solutions. Thanks so much for being a guest once again on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. Glad to have been a part of the conversation. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.